Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot, and I do mean a lot, about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Indeed, we do. But please do remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail a.k.a. jeems.com. 
You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can also check out all the products that we mentioned on the show arranged in a, a kind of easier way to navigate fashion at shopmyshelf.us slash forever35. And you can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast, and join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. The password there is serums. And do sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. So hello, my friend old door. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I am good. You know, we're recording this a little ahead of time, but um, two days after this episode comes out, I will be celebrating my 43rd birthday. So happy Happy, birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. How are you feeling about this? I feel fine. Age in terms of like the number has yet to kind of unsettle me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I expect it could happen at any time. And I think that's a really valid way to feel when you all of a sudden you're like, what? I mean, there is a part of me that's like, what the fuck? I'm 43. Yeah. Like, when did, how did that happen? I yeah. still feel like I'm in college. Yeah. Um, I've actually kind of been thinking more about how I can, I, I like, like, I don't know. I find, I think some way that the people feel about New Year's, I kind of feel about my birthday, where it's always a time, mm. or at least it has been in recent years, where I'm like, where am I? What am I doing as a person intellectually, spiritually, professionally, emotionally, et cetera, et cetera? Do I like it? How do I feel? What do I want to be doing with my life? Okay. So it's a it's a big time for some self-reflection. Self-reflection and honestly, some self-care. Okay. There's so going to be some self-care have- happening. Yeah. Do you have anything planned? Well, I have no like party planned. I don't like birthday parties. I think we've talked about this before. I don't like parties yes. thrown in my honor. They, they give me a lot of things. It, it's not social anxiety. It's people pleaser anxiety of worrying about everybody having a good time. Like I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever really enjoyed a birthday party. And quite honestly, I haven't really had that many. I prefer like dinner with friends or like, you know, an activity with my husband yes. or one friend. Yeah, you get it. You get me. I do. I do get it. So <clears throat> I've been doing some health stuff. And that has kind of caused me to really think about like how I'm taking care of myself, both inside, well, mostly just inside. How am I taking care of my insides? Like my guts, my food, my food, the food I eat, all that. But also like, mm. how am I managing my stress in a way that actually helps? I don't know that I am. <clears throat> So I thought it's kind of like, how am I going to use this birthday to like recenter myself? And also this time off of from the podcast, I'm not going to be off from work completely or parenting or any other thing else that I do, but just to have a little free time from the pod to kind of maybe, I don't know, do a couple things to take care of myself. Do you have any specifics that you'd like to share? Okay, well, tomorrow I am going to the infrared sauna. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, without going into too much detail, I, I'm starting to become convinced that I have some symptoms of long COVID or just like my COVID hasn't quite gone away yet. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. So I've been talking to my doctor and anyway, I have done some research. It's all anecdotal. There's been like no, obviously like it's been too soon to really study this stuff, but, um, 
yeah, I'm going to go to do an infrared sauna. Just a session, just like a few minutes in the sauna. Juice myself up with some of that red light. I can't wait to hear how this goes for you. I mean, I've been before. I've never told you about my infrared sauna-ing days. I've never talked about this on the podcast. I don't think so. Oh, I'm like a big infrared sauna fan. Was this pre-pod or like... No, this was like during. Wow, Kate. It was pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. How did I keep this secret from you all? Wow. I love an infrared sauna. Here's the deal. For me, it's like, if this is doing something, great. If it's not, it still feels good. So I'm I'm happy either way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you tell those of us who have not done an infrared sauna what it actually entails? Sure. So uh, I don't I don't know the science of what the fuck infrared light is. That tells you how much excellent research I have done. People claim that sitting under or around an infrared sauna light or an infrared light, it can have various benefits. Everything from like helping your immune system to like reducing body pain to like blood circulation. I have some friends who, you know, have gone through cancer and chemotherapy who like swear by it. Um, And again, it's one of those things where it's like, is there extensive research that proves their uh, genuine healing capabilities? I, I don't know. Is it one of those things where it's like, I'm doing this and this is like a wellness thing that doesn't do anything? Possibly. Um, but you basically, so when you go to the infrared sauna, it's a private little room and you have your own little tiny like booth. And mm. yeah, and they set, you know, they'll set you up and as a first timer, they put you on kind of the lowest heat setting. And the place where I go, they also give you like a little droplet of um, essential oil to kind of scent the room if you so like. And you get a lot of towels and you just sweat it out. And I don't bring my phone in often because um, it'll overheat as it does in the sun. And you sweat, you know, for 25 minutes and it helps me, it helped me relax. It was helping me relax. It helped me like when I had a really bad cold, I was going a lot and that Mm. was helping. Um, I just kind of liked it as a as a way of like mentally helping me kind of relax and slow down. So I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to give myself the month of July to kind of focus on taking better care of myself. I was going to go once a week to the infrared sauna. And again, I can't believe wow. I kept this from you. I mean, look, Kate, it is possible that we talked about this. I mean, we have recorded like a thousand episodes. We've recorded a gajillion episodes. And also like, honestly, pre COVID times are like, uh, what, what even was pre COVID times? Can you believe we did a podcast before COVID and talked about just other things? I mean, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to be clear, here's This is it. So the way this differs from like a steam sauna at the spa is that it uses infrared lamps. So there is allegedly a difference between, you know, this and just going to the to the spa. Although I love like I love another I love another kind of sauna. Saunas are like very big in Nordic cultures mm, you know people just have yeah. in cold weather places i was just gonna say because it's so self-care. cold yeah yes 
Yeah. So look, if this is our first time talking about saunas, I welcome thoughts, feedback. Are you a sauna person? I also love a steam room, but that's not, you know, what we're doing here. So anyway, that's how I'm taking care of myself as I turn 43. Well, this is exciting, Kate. I love that you have this plan. It sounds very, very self-care focused. And I like this for you. There's also always the chance that I'll do it for two days and then be like, never mind. But, you know, as if you've followed along with this podcast, you know, that's kind of my vibe. So <laughs> I appreciate you uh, seeing me for who I am. We see you. We all see you. Um, well, Kate, let's take a little break because when we come back, we have we have a lot of things to get into. Oh, we're talking about talking about other people. And I'm very excited to dive into this conversation. All right. We'll be right back. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, 
our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. So Dory, we had a listener who wrote in asking about how to compliment other people in turn, and especially using the phrase like you look great. And then you are, mm-hmm. are, had, I forget exactly what the original listener wrote to us, but it was that idea of like, do we compliment people on how they look is, are we not speaking about other people's bodies or appearances to them? Um, and you and I kind of got into the question of like, do you say like, Oh, you look great to someone. We heard from a lot of people about this. So I will share this first email here. They wrote, Hi, Cat and Door. I was thinking about the conversation about saying to a friend, you look great when you see them in the context of the comment being about superficial appearances, similar to how it is not appropriate to comment, have you lost weight? Question mark. One thing I like to say to a good friend or family member, particularly if I haven't seen them for a while, is it's so good to see you. It speaks more to their visual presence being such a delight to my senses. Just thought I would share that. Love you both. Oh, I like that. So I love it's good to see you. And I like to say it when I meet somebody. I think this is a very LA thing. Is it? Yes. It's an LA thing because you're not like, you're not supposed to admit that Mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. you're never supposed to say it's nice to meet you because you might have already met that person in your Mm -hmm. multitudes of, you know, social events. And it's, you know, it's going to make things awkward if you uh, say that it's nice to meet you when you've already met them. And so I find that people in Los Angeles say, it's nice to see you. And you're like, I've never met you, motherfucker. But (laughs) I like it. I kind of like it in terms of like, it kind of is like, I'm honoring, like, it's nice to be in your presence. I don't know. I like it oh, interesting. as a greeting. I think of it more that way, but I do think it, it is helpful in terms of like, just politeness, because that, that like feeling of, I have been on the other end of people not remembering that we've met, and me uh-huh. being like, hey, and knowing their like full name and their life story, and it is very awkward for all involved. And I do not fault them. Yeah. It's very hard to remember people. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Sorry. Now I'm getting us off on like a total side tangent. But like, the thing that sometimes throws me about nice to see you, and I have done it too, is like, sometimes if I have met someone, and I legitimately don't remember meeting them, and I say it's nice to see you, that then implies that I do remember how I met them. And then I can't ask, wait, where did I like, did we meet at so so and so's party or like whatever? You know what I mean? Like you can't establish mm-hmm. context because you've already been like so nice to see you. Like fuck, wait, I forget their name. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and do you think it's appropriate? <clears throat> excuse me, to ever say like, 
oh, where did we meet again? Or like, how do I know you? Or like, I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. You know, is it, do you ever feel, I'm trying to get more comfortable. For example, if someone's like, hey, Kate, and I have like, this happened to me recently where a person I knew recognized me. We were both in masks and I couldn't place them. And she was just said her name. But I feel like just being honest of like, I, I, like, I'm sorry, I'm just not remembering how I know you. Or like, is there a way to politely say that without hurting somebody's feelings? Um, I think there is. But then I also feel like you always hear people being like, I've met like, like after the fact, people being like, I've met this person five times. They never remember me. You know what yep. I mean? So like, you don't want to be on the uh-huh. other side of that. You don't want to be the person who never remembers. Like I, so it's very tricky. I, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't either. I just think, I think, I do think that like, as sort of like eye rolly as I find it, I, I see the utility of it's nice to see you because it does in a very like Hollywood way. It does just like save face. There's nothing Hollywood hates more than awkwardness. And <laughs> So it's just like, I see how this is an elegant solution to this problem. Yeah. And also, if you're seeing somebody that you do recognize and remember, I think saying it's so good to see you is such a genuine way to express. Yeah. I love love what the listener is suggesting. Do you want to take this text message that we got? Kate, I would like nothing more. You've been chomping at the bit. Hey, Kat and Dor. I had my pause the pod moment with the you look great discussion. I'm a cancer patient and weight loss is such a tricky thing. I'm acutely aware the folks around me could be experiencing weight change due to health things that they haven't shared. I'm in the habit of speaking to others about their emotional state. It's so lovely to see you. You look so calm or you look so content and happy. It opens up the conversation for them to share if they'd like and helps me tune in emotionally. It's a practice for sure, but has been so worth it. Excellent choices. I like this. I like this too. You look so happy is really... Now, what if I said that to you and you were actually like, actually, I'm miserable? I guess it still opens up the conversation? I think so. I think so. Like, let's role play this for a second. Okay, okay. All right. Who am I? (laughs) You're you. Am I... (laughs) I'm You're the per- you. but am I do but do I like oh. look happy but I'm sad inside or am I you know what I mean which which side of the conversation am I Let's try that. Yeah, let's try that and okay. see how this how we can how I can okay. then right. come around out of the awkwardness. Okay. Okay, let's Dory, see. hi. It's hi. How are you? You look so content and happy. Oh, wow, Kate, it's really weird to hear you say that because actually I'm not at all. I'm oh my gosh, depressed. I'm so I'm so sorry to hear that. Do you want to talk about what you're feeling? <laughs> so this this is hard. No, this is tricky. Well, I think you probably wouldn't open with you look so content and happy. Here, let's flip mm, it. Okay. Let's uh, we'll tr- we'll try it. Okay. 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 Kate, hey, how are you? It's been so long. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I mean, cause you look you look really content and happy. Okay, so one way I could go would be like, thank you so much. I am really happy. I am super successful in all aspects of my life and am spiritually nurtured. <laughs> yeah. Great to see you, Dory. Or it could be like, um, 
You know what? That's it's funny you say that because I'm actually have been really down. I've been going through some hard stuff with my family. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's okay. Thank you so much. It's fine. We'll we'll get through it. How have how have you been? Well, you know, I just want you to know that that I'm I'm here for you if you ever need to talk or you know, whatever. I know we haven't I know we haven't seen each other that much over the years, but yeah, we met that one time at that party. So that's really nice of you to offer. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, I just always got like a good vibe from you. So <laughs> Okay, see, I liked that. That worked. Or we could just launch a podcast together. What do you think? That'd be it'd be great. You know what? Let's do that. Let's <laughs> let's work together every day for the next four and a half years. That okay. See, I knew I knew I liked you. From the moment I'm so, we were drunk together on that shabby couch in that apartment in Hell's Kitchen. And this all stemmed from you ask, telling me I looked content and happy. Yep. Thank you, Dory. Wow. I've changed the course of both our lives. Okay. So that role play was, <laughs> I would say, kind of effective. Yes, I agree. I, I, think, I mean, it went off I the rails, think, but... How dare you? I'm sorry. No, your I acting think... was actually very good. <laughs> oh, I thank you. Um, I think that what this just highlights is like you can you can kind of go whatever you can kind of go in whatever direction you want. Like if someone says you look content and what was it content and uh, happy. Mm. Like you said, it's up to you if you want to kind of like open that door to a further conversation. Because if you're like, actually, I'm not, then that kind of implies that you want to talk about it. And if you don't feel like talking about it, then I think you can just like receive the compliment and be like, thank you. Yeah, that's a good point. So, wow. Oh, it's I'm so glad interesting we how really we communicate. This. <laughs> well, the other thing, though, like the other thing about these interactions is that small talk varies via culture right or community yes or country so the way you and i are used to small talking here in los angeles california might be might be different down the road but it might also you know it's going to be different in korea so totally it's it's confusing these customs and traditions that we get ourselves yeah that's 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 a really good point also well, we have a voicemail to share. Um, why don't we right. why don't we play that? Let's do that. Hey Forever 35, long time, long time. Um, I'm calling in, I paused the pod about um commenting on how people look. Um and I am someone who is in recovery for an eating disorder. Um and my recovery body is a larger body than the body when I was really active in my eating disorder. Um, and I just wanted to like emphasize how important it is. I think that we don't comment on people's weight, even if that person is still in a space where they want to be congratulated for losing weight. Um, because I know that those, um, those things were really great to hear when I was in a really disordered place. And I still remember who used to tell me how great I looked, um, or how thin I looked and how wonderful that was. Um, and now it gives me anxiety about being around those people um, because I know that I'm not that thin anymore. And so I'm wondering, you know, what they're thinking of my body. 
um, and they probably aren't thinking of my body, but that's how our brains work. Um, a go-to that I like to use is when I want to um, compliment my friends, like my close friends, um, is I say, um, gosh, you just really look like yourself. Like if I see someone and they do look genuinely like happy and energized and whether that, like I try not to attach it to a physical thing unless it's like, oh gosh, I love your dress. And those are the sorts of things that even, even with something like that, I keep it really just to my close friends just because you never know what someone's going through. Um, and I feel like, um, Kate and Dory, you two are both so good about considering that people are in different places or someone, someone might have lost something because they're sick, um, or a variety of reasons. But, um, I think that complimenting people on the vibrancy with which they show up or like how happy they look if they are just having like a bright smiley day. Um, and for close friends, I love telling my close friends that they're beautiful because it's really about them as a whole person. Um, even if, you know, placing value around beauty in general is a bit complicated. Um, but anyway, thank you for all that you do and for having these um, conversations and for um, in your personal life, not selling not congratulating people when they lose weight. Um, anyway, thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for this. Yeah, the eating disorder. Yeah. The eating disorder stuff is, is really um, important. I think to keep in mind. And it's, I find it so triggering when, mm-hmm. uh, when people comment on my body, um, most of the time I feel it's like older family members. I don't, it doesn't happen. Mm. I don't, it doesn't really happen. Although it does happen with peers. It's like, we've been so brainwashed and conditioned. Again, I don't fault anybody for doing it. It's like, you were, it's just, you know, it's like a, the diet culture is a cult. Yes. That Here's we're all a trying to escape. Mm-hmm. What do you think about like when you meet up with a friend and they're wearing like a really amazing outfit? What do you, what do you think about being like, I, I'm loving this whole vibe. Yeah, I lo- I love complimenting somebody's look. Yeah. Okay. I just or right. I'll just be like, "You're glow, you're glowing." I mean, like if I see you, I I feel comfortable being like, "I love your lipstick," or like, "Are you wearing?" Mm-hmm. And I do this too sometimes when we log into Zoom because or whatever this video program is Riverside because sometimes you know one of us just happens to be glowing or we put a little extra makeup on and i feel safe commenting knowing you could say like nope i've done nothing i don't have makeup on and i could say oh you know sorry if that was offensive and you know i think they think the scale of friendship is definitely important but never comment on bodies although yeah. i did just tell you i commented on your mascara that's so kind of the body wow all right. But cool. I do think, I think complimenting an, an outfit is, you know, putting an outfit together is, can be really like a way of self-expression. You're commenting somebody's creativity in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. <sighs> this is well, really, really deep stuff. Yeah, I know. We are just going deep today. All right. Well, we're going to take another little break and we'll be back with some more food for thought on this. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid 40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. 
not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right, we are back and we have another voicemail. Hi, Catendor. I am calling. I said to pause the pod when you were talking about whether or not you say you look great anymore to people or compliment them on their appearance. I've thought about that a lot, especially since when I was pregnant a couple of years ago. I had a lot of people saying how great I looked and how like small I looked and like, oh, you don't look that pregnant. You're still so small. But at the time, I was actually really struggling with some concerns about how the baby was growing. She's fine. Um, she's female, but, uh, it just really, I think people thought they were giving me such a compliment and they were actually feeding into a lot of anxiety and it's not so good. So I thought about that a lot. And I think the key for me is the intimacy of the relationship. So I'm not going to talk to people who I don't know at all about how they look. Um, unless I'm like, where did you get your shoes or something like that? But if it's a close friendship and you have the context for like, if this person struggles with you know, disordered eating. I'm not going to talk to them about how their body looks, but if I know they just got their hair done, I will compliment them on how their hair looks. Um, 
so I think that's really the key is how well you know the person and can you talk about those kinds of things and get to know your own um, in each other's insecurities and um, and the things you feel more comfortable talking about because we do have bodies and we can see them and we adorn them and we you know enjoying makeup and fashion and stuff that that stuff is fun and I don't think we should feel like we can't talk about them but I think it's important to just know who you're talking to so I hope that makes sense um love you guys bye context great thoughts on this one right yeah context is important you know, one thing that i was one thing that i was thinking about as we were wrapping up our conversation before the break is like complimenting someone's clothes at work is a lot more fraught and complicated like if your male boss compliments your dress it's a little weird and awkward you know what i mean and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like i don't know so there's a difference between that and like you complimenting my dress very good point dory and i think also com- um commenting on pregnant bodies is a whole other realm of discussion. And also, t- you know, I'm not getting into this, never mind. Um, you know, just the comment of like, oh, you look this way, you look that way. Are you carrying this? Are you carrying mm-hmm. that? Or, you know, like I've had, I've had friends have people say to them like, you look like you're carrying twins. And then I'm like, I'm just carrying one child. They're like, well, that's going to be a big baby. You know, just the, just the comment. Yes. 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 All right. Well, we've got um, one final message from a listener to share. Shall I read this? Yes, please. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory. I can't stop thinking about the question of whether or not we should comment, compliment people on their appearance. I try to reserve my praise for a friend's appearance when they look especially happy and healthy or if they have a cool new piece of clothing, accessory, or haircut. I have a friend who texted me today very excited about all the weight she's lost over the last couple of months of maternity leave, which I totally understand. I believe pre-baby, she was slightly but not significantly overweight and wanted to lose 20 pounds, and now she's more than halfway there. I also know she's been having some medical issues that are making eating more challenging, and I would imagine this is contributing to her weight loss. I have long worried that she could have a tendency toward losing weight through overly rigid calorie restriction. I've never confronted her about this, and I want to be happy that she's happy, but I am reluctant to cheer her on too much because I don't want to encourage unhealthy behavior. I also hate the virtue we seem to assign to thinness and weight loss. Any advice on how to handle? I've been in the position of being a bit overweight and also losing weight very quickly due to chronic illness. I'll never forget being complimented by an acquaintance for having, quote, worked my ass off when I came home from college one summer, and I didn't have it in me to tell this woman that my weight loss was the result of a serious lung infection and months of health scares and hospital stays. All other people saw was that I was thinner and I was praised for it. It's a real mindfuck, especially if the implication is that when you're healthy, you don't look as good as when you're sick. Just wanted to share that perspective mm. as well. God, thank you. Mm-hmm. Is, sorry. It's interesting to think about how to navigate that conversation with the friend, right? Yes. 
you know, I think, I think you can say like, I'm happy that you're feeling good. Or like, mm-hmm. I know this was, I know this was in, important to you, or I know this was something, you know, that you've been working on. I don't, you know, I think you can, sp- if this is a close friend, you can certainly speak to them of just saying, you know, I care about you. And I just want to make sure that you feel, I don't know how you would position this question or statement, but I think it is worth ha- having a conversation. But um yeah, it's really tricky when you don't want to assign morality and virtue to to weight loss, but yes. other people want to be acknowledged for it, which I think is also their right, you know? I don't I don't quite know how to navigate that. Do you have any thoughts? It's really tricky. <sighs> it's really tricky. Uh I think, I think I would, I think now I would default to the, you look really happy Mm. that we kind of discussed before the break. Because like, as this listener points out, this friend right now does seem really happy and excited that they've lost this weight. So they do seem happy. Um, and I think that, you know, that could be a way of, of kind of threading this needle, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. really tricky because, you know, they say, I don't want to cheer her on too much. And I hate the virtue we seem to assign to thinness and weight loss. And so it's like, oh, you seem really like you seem really happy. I don't know. Is that condescending? I honestly don't know. I, 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 or you just say like, that's, that's great. Like, I'm glad that you're, you're feeling good about that. Or like, that's really exciting. I, you know, I think you can just kind of honor it without being like, I commend you for thinness. And I, I don't, I know, I understand the feeling that any sort of validation of it is like, if you can feel like you're making this sweeping statement about, you know, your stance on fat phobia and all that stuff, you know? So I I get that. I get that worry. Um, Yeah. But I also would say like, you know, in terms of like her expressing her excitement, you can just say like, that's great and move on, you know? Hmm. Hmm. This has been a really interesting conversation about the way we talk to each other. I agree. And I feel like I still don't have like all the answers. No, I definitely don't. And I also know that I have had moments where I've clearly felt like I have said too much or the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I I tend to like over talk when I'm nervous. So in Mm -hmm. social situations, I tend to be the person who like can't stop talking as opposed to the person Mm -hmm. who won't talk. You know, that Mm -hmm. that person. Mm hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, so i don't know i don't know what the answer is but it's you know it's interesting too to think about it because we are interacting in real life more and more and so that kind of like exercising that muscle totally is really something we are all hopefully doing a little bit Mm -hmm. (sighs) mm-hmm Well, 
thanks for having this conversation, Kate. I really enjoyed it. And I really appreciate all our listeners weighing in about this. And if you have more thoughts, you know where to find us. Yep. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.